$200. A Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, super power. You're the king, I tell you! You're listening to the SNES broadcast with your hosts, Soul Blazer and George. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Super NES Podcast, episode number 114. Uh, coming at you. Uh, as always, I'm Greg. He's George. Listeners of the SNES Podcast, lend me your power. <laughs> uh Yes, we need all of your strength and help to be able to make it through this very interesting game. <laughs> uh, I mean, I was just going to make a spirit bomb, but okay. Well, that works. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, uh, this episode was George's pick, and uh, uh, we're doing a Japanese-only game again for you this time. Uh, so, George, what game, did you say, what game did you want to have us like look at? Oh, boy. Dragon Ball Z Super Seiya Densetsu. Which translates to Legend of the Saiyans. Uh, uh, more like Saiyans. Saiyans, okay, I'm sorry. Since you don't know the series, I'll I, let you off the hook. Right, I don't. So, I, so like, so I admit right up top my, uh, it's like, so I admit, so I admit, like, right up top my, the, 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 the top here that uh, I've never, I've never, I've never, I've never, I've never, like, really been a big anime, uh, like anime fan. I, I don't really have anything against anime. I think it's just because of the, uh, the time when it came out versus my age and some of the other, uh, stuff going on. Um, so, uh, I, I knew about the series, of course, uh, I played some of the games in the past, uh, but, uh, I watched a couple episodes on YouTube to kind of give me at least, at least a little bit of background for what I was talking about here. When, when the, I, the watching a couple of episodes on YouTube is not going to give you enough background information, let's be honest here. Well, I, well, I also read a summary, a summary page. So. Okay. Yeah, that might help. <laughs> uh, but what about you, George? Did you, uh, watch the anime? Because you're more... Because you're younger, so you probably were more like right in there. Like right oh in god, this was this is a big thing. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say. This is a big thing when uh I was a kid. Um originally over here we got what what is known as the ocean dub, where they did that thing where they um like censored a bunch of stuff and hmm. they changed the dialogue and everything. So right, okay. The, the the series wasn't as um, violent as we know it now, and then Fundimation went back and was like, "We didn't even we didn't even actually get the whole thing dubbed and brought over to the U.S. So we're gonna finish the rest of the episodes." And they did that, and they're like, "Oh wait, let's get rid of this garbage dub that we had." <laughs> this I think it was I, I could be wrong, but I think it was some Canadian company that did it or something. We're going to redo all the beginning episodes that we did. Because originally, when they brought it over, they didn't even finish the whole series. They only did, like, a certain section of it. Hmm, interesting. Which is okay. really weird. So, yeah, I'm sure online you could find the original Ocean Dub right. somewhere. I don't know why you would want to watch it. Yeah, so... But, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird to watch. <laughs> I, actually own, I actually own the whole, like, Ocean Dub because... They had like a really cool collectors thing going on like a few years ago. So yeah, and it's, um, it's just really weird. Oh okay, interesting. 
Uh, yeah, this is, uh, I knew the franchise was big. I had no idea how big the, fran the franchise was. The franchise was, I started, like, looking at it. Uh, because there have been no less than, like, seven anime shows. Uh, so which ones slip? They keep, they keep redoing the series. Yes. Like, I think right now, they're Dragon I think Ball right Heroes. now the one that they're doing is Dragon Ball Z Super or whatever. Dragon Ball Heroes there's Dragon Ball one. There, there's Dragon Ball GT, which was yep. after Dragon Ball Z. Yep. Which like extended the story, and then there's like Dragon Ball Kai. Z Kai yep, or yep. something like that. Yeah, I actually don't know anything about those newer <laughs> ones. So right. a lot of people are saying Super is like really good to get into for people who were interested in Dragon Ball Z but didn't want to sit four episodes watching people power up. <laughs> so yeah, that's the big thing about the original series. Like I know the original series the best out of out of all the remakes and whatnot. Um, yeah, when people... and yeah, there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of times where you're watching like four or five episodes in a row, and a lot of it's just like um, them talking, and <laughs> like it, it's bring it's like opening up the story, but it's doing yeah. it so slowly, and it's like Goku is powering up. <laughs> well, you know what's gonna happen in the next episode? See you later. And it's like, oh hey, no, he's just he's just powering up again. <laughs> Like, think, oh no, him and him and Cell are having a nice conversation for the next two episodes. I think that when people tend to have negative impressions about anime, a lot of it like a lot of it may spring from bad memories and bad impressions of this series because it's that was that factor. Uh where it's like it's very slow paced and not very much happens. And also I uh, uh, like and also the emphasis like and also the very pain painstakingly emphasis like upon the fighting, uh and the over the top ridiculous nature of it all. So um, no. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting, but uh, yeah, uh, we should probably talk about a little bit about Dragon Ball itself, uh, since it's since it's the context, the context of the game in which we're covering this episode. Uh, like I said, there's a lot to go into. I'll try to give it very. They talk about Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z? A uh, little bit of both. Uh, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna right, because because yeah. the whole series is like in the Dragon Ball universe. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna try and to give it very. The original series is Dragon Ball, which is yeah, I, yeah. almost nothing like Dragon Ball Z. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I'll try to give a very a very cliff note ish Wikipedia ish kind of like summary about it. Uh, All right, you got three you got three <laughs> hours, guys. You're gonna be sitting here for three hours for the cliff notes. Um, Dragon Ball originally originally was created in 1984 by uh, uh, like the uh, like the cartoon in a comic, uh, like my very I'm uh, sorry, actually uh, Magna if they use the Japanese term for it. Uh, which was I think you mean manga manga sorry uh, which was so which was created by a very famous Japanese like Japanese artist by the name of Akira Tori, Tori, Toriyama um, yep uh, the cartoon originally started uh, the, the, the cartoon the cartoon Dragon Ball started, originally started originally started two years later 1986 um, so uh, basically the whole premise about that first show which lasted for three years was uh, was focused upon the protagonist uh, Goku uh, as he trained in martial arts and explored the world in search of seven orbs thrown as a dragon ball, so which gained, uh, uh, which summon, uh, which was which was supposed to summon wish wish granting dragons, uh, like after they were all gathered up. Uh, so, so like the cartoon basically follows follows his, his adventures and his and his like um, growing up to be like an adult and that kind of stuff. It's uh, kind of like a modified Journey to the West type of story. Yeah. Like he's, I, yep, you know, yep, Goku's yeah, supposed to right. be like this monkey type of kid. Right. So it also, uh, also fun fact, uh, the whole, the whole Dragon Ball, se uh, series, uh, the original series is on Hulu. Mm. And on top of that, they don't have the English dub. They have it in Japanese. Really? Uh, subtitled, huh. which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, the artist also said he got his inspiration like from some like, Hong Kong, uh, 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 Hong Kong martial art films, which you, um, you know that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That influence yeah. can also be seen. So the new series, Dragon Ball Z, in 1989, picked up uh, picked up right where Dragon Ball uh, left off, uh, with the uh, like the like the like the like the continuing adventures like of Goku and his friends. Yep, Goku. Uh, uh, I think Goku's in his like mid. No, not even mid. I think he's in his early twenties right, or something. Yep. He's married. He's got a kid. Yep, and that show lasted for seven years until it ended in 1996. Uh, and since then, like since, yep. <laughs> uh, um, and since then, and since then, there have been like five other cartoons. Uh, there's also been there's also been a ton of uh, books. Uh, there was also. Uh, there, um, uh, there's also 20 animated fe- feature films, three television specials, uh, um, numerous like numerous soundtracks, uh, figures, uh, and of course video games. Uh, there have been oh <laughs> man, video games. Uh, Dragon Ball first got released in the West 1989, as George mentioned. Like George mentioned, that early version was kind of bastardized, but uh, the translation of it has gotten a lot better since then in recent years. Um, as of 2018, Dragon Ball ranks like ranks the top 20 highest grossing media franchises of all time, having have, have generated 20 million 20 billion dollars worldwide in profits. Mondo cool. <laughs> yep, definitely. Uh, so, uh, yep, and it's fair to say, um, yeah, it's fair to say a lot of things. Yeah, it's fair to say, like, it's fair to say a lot of a lot, a lot of people and things like inspired by Dragon Ball, uh, even the. Like in some of the more ridiculous over the top elements of it, um, so uh, you know, like you, know, like you know, there are a lot of like artists, athletes, celebrities, filmmakers, musicians who have like parodied uh, the show or have done like their own fan tributes to it or that kind of stuff over the years. Oh, please, so, who has it nowadays? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so uh, Bandai got the rights to produce the toys, uh, the Dragon Ball line. Uh, Bandai was found in 1950. Uh, and, um, you know, and their bread and butter over the years has always been like, you know, like, um, toys, basically. Um, oh, my favorite toy is bread and butter. <laughs> um, mostly their, um, you know, their initial years, they mostly focused upon the rights upon like, you know, Japanese, um, uh, toys, obviously, like obviously since the company was like, you know, like founded like in Japan, but, uh, like in later years, like in the eighties, I mean, like in the eighties, they started to branch out like in the Western markets, like as well. Um, Pretty much, pretty there. Uh, 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 there are numerous animes. Pretty much any anime that like anime that you want, Bandai has produced a figure for it. Uh, Probably. Uh, besides the Dragon Ball series, they're beyond the uh, beyond the, uh, 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 beyond the Dragon Ball series. They also uh, they're also they're also well known for producing stuff based upon the Godzilla uh, line, um, uh, the One Piece series, uh, Pretty Cure, Sarah Moon. Uh, um, uh, Ultraman, some other Japanese series. They also got the rights to produce some Disney stuff in the West. Uh, I'm sorry, Disney stuff in Japan. Uh, Dick Tracy. Uh, they had the rights to produce figures for um, uh, and some other stuff. Strawberry Shortcake, curiously enough, they had the rights to produce uh, toys for that in like, Japan. Uh, they also got the rights to produce fighting, like fighting Dory stuff in Japan. Uh, and they also and Mega Man stuff as well. Has always uh, um, uh, like all those like toy figures and whatnot you've seen like produced by Bandai. Um, like that kind of stuff. So, uh, Bandai started to get into video games like in the eighties. Uh, I mean, it was a side adventure for them. They never really, they, they, they never really, because they were not a video game company first and foremost. It was always like a side, like a side business for them. But, um, you know, but the video game line did pretty well over the years. Uh, Bandai did, Bandai really didn't produce any games themselves. They more like you know like published, pu- published the games over here. 
uh, like in the West. Um, but they always had a very good relationship, like of Namco. So I uh, probably, like, probably did come to any kind of shock when 2006 uh, Namco purchased the video game division of Bandai and by like, rating themselves like a Bandai Namco, uh, which is now which is now the fifth biggest video game company in the world. Uh, like yeah, they put out some really good stuff. Yeah. Bandai themselves is still in operation, like Japan is a toy company. Uh, they're the, uh, uh, they, uh, they're the, uh, they're the third largest producer of toys, uh, behind, like, Mattel and Hasbro. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, so, um, so, uh, uh like, so, and so, uh, a lot of, so, like, a lot of, like, a lot of the Dragon Ball games were produced by company, a company you probably have not heard of, but probably I'm giving, I guarantee you that you play their games. Uh, Tose, uh, which is a very like large, uh, like large and influential company, um, but they always they they always have had a philosophy like in the start of wanting to be like wanting to kind of be behind the scenes. Um, uh, there was a recent interview, uh, like recent interview that uh, that the vice president of the U.S. division gave, uh, where he talked about how, like talking about this philosophy, just saying, "quote uh, Our philosophy is not to have a vision." Instead, we follow our customers' visions. Most most of the time, most of the time we refuse. Most of the time, we refuse to put our name on the games, not even staff names. So, if, if, like even this day, they still have a reputation like being like ghost developer. So, uh, yeah. Toasted got Toasted got Toasted got found in 1979. Uh, the only games they the only games they put their names on themselves uh, have been the game Watch, uh, uh, I Gary Four, uh, 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 games. Um, because they said because they had the rights from Nintendo to publish those games. So, uh, their first big game was a 1981 arcade game called Vanguard, which you may have heard of. Um, Vanguard is published by SNK in Japan and uh, and Saturian and Saturian like in the West. Uh, it's a very important uh, combination of horizontal horizontal vertical sp- uh, uh, space game. One of the first games to use voices. Uh, like in the game, and it, uh, um, uh, 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 the help inspire li- uh, later later future groundbreaking games such as like Scramble and Gradius. So Vanguard's uh, definitely has a very important important uh, role in, in, in it. Uh, 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 Tose produced most. Tose produced. Tose produced most of, like most of the Dragon Ball games uh, over the years. Um, some of the biggest games they put out here in the West. Uh, a lot of like NES games. Uh, the Bases Loaded series, um, uh, Demon Sword, which is a very like, you know, like important, like, important early game. Um, just a uh, uh, let's see, Super NES, uh, 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 um, mostly mostly board games. Tetris Two was published by them. Um, I'm sorry, like de- I'm sorry, like developed by them. Uh, some Game Boy games. They handled the they handled the ports of Dragon Ball. Sorry, they handled they, they handled the ports. They they handled, they handled they handled the Game Boy ports of the Dragon, like the Dragon Warrior games. Uh, they also developed a met, um, uh, they, uh, but they, they also worked on they also worked on Metal Gear Ghost by Bell, like of Konami. Uh, so uh, PlayStation games, Thousand Arms, uh, was, was their game. Uh, that was that was a that was a that was a pretty impressive early like the early PlayStation 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 like, role playing game. So Resident Evil Survivor was also handled by them. Uh, they've helped. They helped. They've helped, they've helped Kawhi with some Final Fantasy games. They've helped. Uh, they've. Um, uh, they helped the Emco Star Ocean uh, first departure. Uh, they. They developed two WWE games: uh, SmackDown vs. Raw 2009 and 2010, like the D. Uh, 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 both of them like the DS. 
Uh, and then uh, like the most recent games have been the have been the uh, special edition of Harvest Moon: A Wonderful Life for the PS4, uh, and the Port of Chrome Trigger like the PC. I didn't know the, those two things were a thing. Yep. So I, okay. Yep. Hold on. So yeah, see, uh, so, 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 so yeah, Toast is a very interesting company. It's like you know, this is really. Uh, I guess what I say, you know, this is the biggest company that uh, companies whose games whose, whose games I'm sure you played. Uh, I probably. Uh, you know, you know, probably everybody's like played a game that they've worked on at some point. Uh, but nobody knows their name because they keep it that way on purpose. So, like, you know, you know, it, it was it was very common in the 70s and 80s in Japan, especially for companies to be ghost developers. But, like, nobody knew who actually like worked in the game or who actually, uh, like, who actually the actual who, like, who the actual developers were. I mean, they weren't mentioned on the credits. Uh, or like, people got mentioned at all. They used like pseudonyms or their aliases. So, Tose is kind of like a Roll back to those old days, um, in which the um, um, uh, uh, which companies, like which companies, like which companies, like which companies, the companies which did all the work on the games, uh, never actually got like featured. So, so there were several, there were several Dragon Ball, uh, Dragon Ball Z games for the Super NES. Uh, this was the first game. This came out in, um, uh, 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 this got released in Japan in January 1992, and it's not even. Um, it's not even like an original game. Uh, it's kind of a, uh, a um, it's a kind of a port slash remix of two earlier Famicom games, uh, which I'm not even going to try to pronounce the Japanese names here. <laughs> nope, I, w- I want you to try. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, give me a second to get the names back up again. Then uh, let's see. Okay, one of them was called Daimyo Fugatsu. And the other one was called... This makes for exciting podcasting. I can't find the name of the other game here. I mean, I could probably maybe find it? Question mark? It's, uh, let's see. It is, uh, here it is. It's a remake of two games. Um, uh, Gokuden series, Dragon Ball Z, Kyoshu, Saiyan, and Dragon Ball Z 2, Genkishin Frieza. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and there's also... Yep, there's also some people who've also commented this game also borrows he- borrows heavily, like in the third, like, like in the third Famicom Dragon Ball game. So even though it's not actually like um, uh, taking anything directly, 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 like to like like those like first two games. So I own a Dragon Ball Z Famicom game. Oh, really? And this game definitely has a thing or two that comes from that one. Mm, yeah. Yeah, Dragon Ball games have been made in numerous flavors over the years. There have been there have been there have been fighting games, there have been card games, there have been strategy games, uh, there have been dating sim games, believe it or not. Um, just like, you know, all kinds of stuff. This game in particular it's like, it's like an RPG. Um, it got translated translated uh, several years ago and it's now um, you know, uh, and the ROM for send the patch print the ROM like freely available like freely available like in the web. Um 
And they are you have no idea how long it took me to find the right, the, <laughs> the specific ROM to translate it with the patch. Yes, I appreciate the I appreciate the legwork you put into that, George. <laughs> yeah, I it was very frustrating because apparently there are a, a, a sizable amount of different dumps of this game. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I didn't have any problems with the problems problems playing the game after that. Um, you have to get the correct patch installed, uh, and then and then yeah, because I sent you <laughs> the ROM too. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and, and yeah, and the transition's pretty good. I mean, like you know, there's a couple like small small problems with it here and there, but but uh, I think part of that is because just how the game's programmed, they have right. To do yep, exactly. Certain um, certain um, things. To, yeah. Yeah. Speaking about program, you can tell right away this support. You know, this is a this is a uh, uh, an improved version of uh, the improved version of, like some NES games. It shows. Um, <laughs> uh, the graphics have a very eight bit style to them, like even though they're sixty bit uh, graphics. Like that makes sense. Um, the whole um, it's kind of like I guess a dragon. I guess a Dragon Warrior ports on the Super NES maybe the best comparison because you can tell the game looks sixteen bit, the game plays sixteen bit, but you can tell Super Nintendo Super Nintendo roots of the game are still eight bit. Uh, this game. I was just gonna give you the exact same impression, um, as far as the actual like graphics. Like, I mean, yeah, is it is it the the almost completely featureless faces that you see uh -huh. for the most part? <laughs> yeah, with the two the two black eyes, yeah, the two pupils, the big pupils, yeah, yeah. There's there's something about that. I mean, the graphics are not bad. I mean, like you know, they do look like the anime, so um, um, you know, and they are like very detailed. Uh, like, we'll give it that much. So. Yeah, the overworld ones are not super detailed. But nope. Right. When you go into flying mode, you're more detailed, which is interesting. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, I I think my favorite my favorite thing though is like you can you can actually see uh, some accurate uh, art of them in game when uh, you get that special attack where you s start flying <laughs> towards the enemy. Okay. In like some kind of like mode seven esque type right, of right, right. deal yep, yep. going on there. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like them, like, flying into the camera, essentially. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool, I thought. So, but, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, I, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, they can tell the game actually, um, you can tell the game, like, it's very strong inspired, like, by the show. Um, um, well, I mean, it, sh it right. loosely follows the events of the show. Right, yep, yep. Uh, to summarize the story, like, real quick, this takes place right at the beginning, like, where the TV show Dragon Ball Z starts. Uh, Goku's visiting, like, visiting his friends, like, of his new son, uh, Gohan, shortly after his evil brother, uh, Raditz, I believe it's pronounced, uh, Raditz, yeah. shows it, shows up, shows up, kidnaps his son, um, and then, like, Goku and his, uh, Goku and his, uh, arch nemesis, um, uh, 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 Piccolo, 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 okay, uh, take off to, um, uh, you'll take off to get him back, so, um, and, and the game goes from there, so, pretty standard, like, no, pretty standard, like RPG stuff. Yep, and then they learn that, oh no, two more Saiyans are coming and they're even more powerful. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what makes this game unique, however, is the, um, uh, uh like, it's the card system that's used in this game. Um, uh, because the bat, uh, uh, so because you do your battles, play your battles this way, and apparently what I understand this is improved over the original Famicom versions because the Famicom version of the game, like when I read, uh, you have to actually use cards to move, like in the, like in the games as well, and not just, the, um, um, and uh, not just, um, and, 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 and not just, 
um, not just use them in combat. Whereas this game, like this game, there's that like, sounds that sounds like the game I own, but it's yeah. that that game's more of a board game. Yeah, so everybody's it's like saying, a board game RPG, which is. <laughs> Man, if I was able to read Japanese, I wonder if somebody translated that game. They probably have by now, yeah. 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 That's a cool looking cart, though, at least. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep, so I have a bunch of Famicom games. A lot of people were saying, like, you know, like, thank God they made that change. Because otherwise, this game like, would have been torture, so. But, uh. uh <laughs> I wouldn't say torture, but yes, it wouldn't be as fun, probably. So, the car system in this game is pretty unique. Um, do you want to. So, do you want to try to make a stab at trying to explain it, George? Um, oh, boy. I don't even fully understand it. I don't know if I can <laughs> I don't explain either. That's why I'm it. asking you. <laughs> I don't know if I can explain it. But So, the general idea is that um, you have five cards in your hand. Right. And um, you have a limited amount of cards. You don't have to worry about running running out of them. But Thank like, God you have that. to wait until you use your hand to draw more cards. Um and each card has attack power and defense power. Um, I cannot make heads or tails out of the defense power because it goes from like one line, two lines, three lines to like random character that I don't understand to other random characters I don't understand up to <laughs> Z obviously being the most powerful. So um, the attack power goes from one star to all the way to, uh, was it seven? Seven, seven yep, balls. Yep, I don't yep. remember anymore. Yep. Uh, all the way up to Z, which is, again, the most powerful. So there's that. And then on top of that, there's each card has different characters. And I I don't know. Apparently, uh, certain characters, cer certain fighters um, have, like, quote-unquote, favorite cards. And when you, you, when you attack with their favorite card, they attack all enemies, which is very helpful. Yes. Um, and then there's uh, one that lets you use your your powers. Um, for some reason, I've seen some people call this magic, but it's not magic. It's just like attacks that use key energy. So yeah, because I, there's I no know. magic in the anime, right? It's just like uh, no, it's it's all key. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's all so. key energy. Yeah. So, but uh, no, I think that was a very good like a very good uh, uh, description. Um, Right. So, Even enemies have their right. draw their own cards. They right. don't have. I don't think they have a hand. I think they just randomly draw one card and then that is their right. attack or whatever. And then on top of that, you have the whole other card system where um, they're basically items. So like one gives you more key energy, or one heals you, right. or one stuns enemies, or um, there's there's one that's actually not too bad that um, shuffles the card that your enemy picked, which can actually be very helpful if you're in a um, a boss battle and uh, he just so happened to choose a Z-powered card. Right, yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one other thing I can add to that, um, uh, characters, characters, characters can also get to Z every now and then because of like special skills. Uh, there'll be an X in a box like another mugshot that happens to them. Uh, so... You know I've never seen that. Yep. It happened to me. All that time <laughs> I played, I've never seen that. It happened to me, unfortunately, so. But, really? Uh, yep. Huh. Wow. Um, you also have the, so, yep, you also have the, uh, uh, you also have the, you also have the standard, the, the standard, like, battle commands, uh, attack, item, run, uh, menu, um, so, it's, uh, um, uh, I do like, however, the attack options, you have the option of either, like, pick or auto. Uh, pick lets you manually choose the cards, uh, and auto like allows the computer to choose, it's like choose the cards for you. 
Uh, yeah, it's uh, good for grinding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. You know, I really love games that do that. So that was, uh, and you know, for in 1992, it's like pretty early. It had the feature in it, so that's pretty, like, pretty cool. So, uh, yeah. So the car system, the car system, the car system is like very unique. It takes a while to get the hang of it, but I actually liked it. I thought it was like you know pretty, uh, like a pretty like you know fun twist, like a fun twist on the combat system, like for an RPG. Yeah, but this game is is difficult. Yes, yes, it is. The game does have problems, uh, and I don't think. I think it's because that the. A lot of this game is based off of like luck, and well, I guess just luck mostly. Right. Because it's like because you get to the point where um, there are times where you get to the point where there are no enemies to fight, so you can't level up anymore so you gotta go and fight the boss and it's like sometimes sometimes they get attacks that just wipe you out and sometimes they don't and sometimes you get lucky and oh hey for some reason I was able to dodge this or whatever and right. oh now I did a decent amount of damage or or even um, oh hey I got a couple of like cards that let me use my powers like that's great too because I've gone through a couple boss battles where it's just like, I'm not finding any cards that let me use powers, so I'm stuck doing like 10 damage every turn to this guy. Yeah, I had that happen to me. Yeah. I, I definitely had that happen to me a couple times too. It sucks. Um, I think, yeah. um, I, um, I suspect the reason behind that is because that Tosei and Bandai knew this game was going to be Japan only uh, because the time Dragon Ball didn't really have a big market outside of the floodlights in Japan, so and the Japanese RPGs notoriously are notoriously are very very difficult. So I think they just simply made the game difficult because they knew it, it, because they knew it was going to be played by hardcore Japanese RPGers. So well, on top of that, this game doesn't explain anything to you. Nope. <laughs> so like, if you don't the first the first things first, if you don't really know the base story, then you have no idea what the heck you're doing. First of all. There are some very good, um, yeah. There are some very good, yeah. There are some very good FAQs to this game. Uh, I gave FAQs. Yeah, those facts are like uh, early two thousands. Well, well, but that's okay. Still, they still explained. They, those are the, uh, they still explained the game, how to play it, and who the characters were, and that kind of stuff. Like very, very helpful. Yeah. So, but yeah. Uh, I just, I, it's just crazy though because there, there are times where the game's like making you do something. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, you got to do this. And it's like, but, but what what does this do? What is the, what comes out of it? Like, what good is it? And, you know, like, how, how am I supposed to be doing this? What am I looking for? And it's like, you see or hear nothing. <laughs> um, and, it, and it could be rough. Like, um, when I got to the battle with, um, you, you, uh, you come across uh, Nappa and Vegeta, which are the two powerful saiyans that are supposed to you know look into what happened to raditz and then oh they figure out about the dragon balls so now they want to find the dragon balls and and wish for eternal life so now you're fighting them but so in this game um uh what are they called they they grow cybermen i believe they're called uh and then you gotta fight you gotta fight a wave of them it's, I think it's only like a couple of them or something and then they grow more and it's like a full party of them and that battle is a little rough it's not super hard but it definitely like wears you out so mm. you gotta make sure you have healing items yeah. and then you gotta fight Nappa and he just kicks your butt <laughs> and it's like I mean it took me 
2 tries to beat them. But on top of this, like, there's dialogue and no save points. So I finally beat him. And then the story carries out. And, you know, Goku comes and now he's fighting Vegeta. And Vegeta's very overpowered and Goku's not leveled up well. And the gameplay is supposed to, you know, like, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to come in and rescue Goku with, with Gohan. But I got to that point and I didn't save... And I thought it was like one of those things where it's like, oh yes, I gotta do this, but like, oh, I can go all on my own now. So I screwed up and I didn't save, which was stupid on my part. <laughs> but like I took two steps, got into a battle, did the battle, and then it went back to Goku and Goku was getting his, his butt kicked and I lost. And I was like, well, now, now I have to do all of that over again. I have to do those three fights, make sure I save, and then make sure I, the first thing I do is make my way to Goku because, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of stuff like that, but it's, I, I don't hate the game. It's just frustrating. Early games, yeah, early games are notorious for doing that. Not only, you know, you know, Japanese games, but Western games like as well also. Uh, playing, uh, playing this game in emulation with stage age definitely, uh, it definitely helped. I mean, Unless you save state at the at the wrong point, like yep. I did. Well, I had well, well, well. That's why I always use multiple play multiple save states. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. I didn't think of save stating until I learned that lesson like, years ago. Until I was like, <laughs> like most of the way through that yeah. battle with Vegeta, and I got right. my butt kicked. And I was like, well, this is like two steps after yep. I played as Gohan, so now I'm screwed, and I have to just load up that save before that big fight. Yep, I hear ya. As difficult as this game is now, it would have been even like notorious uh, ten times, ten times harder if they played this actually back when it first came out. Um, so, but, well, uh, I mean, it, it would it would be ten times harder to play because you if you didn't know Japanese, you wouldn't know. Well, how to I'm play. assuming. Well, I'm assuming you know. <laughs> well, I'm assuming you can like like read the language, but um, so uh, so there also so there's also there's also a feature in this game which I thought was very nice. Uh, uh, like some mini games, uh, which kind of serve as tr for training purposes, and and it, and it seems like, um, it seems like, um, it, it seems like, it seems like most of these draw directly from the anime. So, I mean, uh, I wouldn't exactly call them mini games because they're still technically fights. Yeah, I suppose so, it plays right. it plays out just o almost exactly like the battles do. Right. So. Yep. You have like yeah. uh, you have a key training. You, you have bounty hunting. You have a. Uh, uh, King Kai's gravity training. Uh, you have like, you have the racing game like a like a how, what's his name like Dodoria. Um, uh, and like then you have like Goku's Goku's gravity training. So um, yeah, and like you know I, I I imagine I imagine a lot of this draws draws this draws the source from the anime. So I don't know too much, yeah. but, um, but uh, so yeah, I mean like none of these are none of these are must are must do's. But they do help you to. Uh, they do help you get either experience, experience like or gold coins. So, uh, doing some of them is least like recommended. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I a lot of these are necessary because when Goku Goku dies and goes to the spirit world or whatever you want to call it, and, right? Uh, which which another thing I want to bring up: a lot of the details of the story are like kind of skipped over and like, oh, Goku went through Serpent Way and got to King Kai, and it's like, no, there was like. There was like ten episodes of stuff <laughs> happening to him while he was trying to run all that way on Snake Way, 
or whatever it's called it's like the serpent path or snake way or something like that like there's 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 that part where he falls off and he falls into uh hell which um <laughs> my favorite part of the original dub they instead of calling it hell they renamed it um h i oh, what was it no it was h f i l uh, which stood for the home for infinite losers, which is just, I, I know, I, like, I know they changed it, like, in a sense for it not to be funny, but it is so ironically <laughs> funny how dumb it is. Um, That's I, great. Yeah. 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 They even, they're, they're actually even like, if you play it frame by frame, there are actually times where you actually do see the shirt. Like the, there are guys that are wearing shirts that say, hell on them and obviously in that dub they had to they had to correct it so they kind of like photoshopped it or whatever but there are frames um in that original dub if you play it frame by frame you'll actually see that they missed a couple of frames where it says hell on their shirts it's just it's really <laughs> stupid but it's so funny um but yeah there's a there's a part where in the story where goku fall accidentally falls to hell right and he's got to do a lot of I, I think that's like two or three episodes he's there and he's gotta you know d do something to get back on the the on the path and then there's another one where um there's this like serpent lady that like tries to trick goku into something she she's trying to eat him and i don't know i it's weird and then and then he he finally gets there but there's like i want to say there's at least like five episodes of him just running to like on the serpent path and what's happening to him on top of you know like everybody standing around because if anyone took another two steps on earth vegeta and napa would just totally eradicate them so I, there's that I, I they probably cut that down to like two or three episodes just in general in the newer series <laughs> I do kind of want to watch that to see what they did but yeah I the game just glosses over a lot of that stuff and it's like and Goku made his way to King Kai and it's like well there's a lot more that happened <laughs> but okay you know well, and also it... like some of the details are really weird because I could have sworn because there's uh when Raditz comes down you fight him and everything it's like Oh, I already told them about the Dragon Balls and they're they're coming and everything and it's like I'm pretty sure they didn't know about the Dragon Balls until they landed on Earth, but I could be wrong about that. There's just some details that are a little either they're fuzzy for me or they just don't seem right, but it's like it's nitpicking at that point. Well, and I'm just uh, just bringing it up as an example. But yes, a lot of the details in the story are glossed over by like two text lines in the game. Which they kind of had to do, like, for games. I kind of understand why they had to do it. I mean, like, if I agree with you, it sucks. But, you know, I also understand this is an early Super NES game. I, I, you know, there's only so much they could, you know, you know, there's only so much they could fit, like, fit, like, to the game pack. They had to decide what elements of story to focus on, like, what elements not to. So, um, uh, I mean, like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, what, you know, I, 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 I can also, you know, I can almost see the programmers d d debating themselves, saying, like, what elements of the story would make for good gameplay? I mean, like, would this be fun? Would this be fun? Do we leave this out? It's like, it's kind of hard to try to decide. You know, I, you know, I can sympathize with the programmers. Um, I, I don't know if they made the right choices or not. I don't have the, the, uh, the show background knowledge that you do and uh, like some other fans do. Um, I thought it was okay as it was, but, you know, I do understand that, 
you know, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. I can certainly relate to that. But it is, uh, um, you know, it is a very a difficult choice to make because it's like, how do you take, how, how, because how do you take several years of content and cram it on like a game pack? So I, I was looking at the Dragon Ball Wiki for this game, mm -hmm. and I scrolled down, and other under other characters are farmers. So I when, when you're when you're going around in the world, you can actually go into everybody's house. Oh, like okay. any other RPG, and right, there yeah. are farmers, which. Yep. That's thing I already knew, but I clicked on the. F there's a there's actually a, an article for uh, farmers uh, <laughs> on the Dragon Ball Wiki, and this is more towards uh, like in the anime and the movies and everything. Right, but I just yeah. find it so funny. The farmer <laughs> is an ostrich farmer. He was the first human to encounter the Saiyan warrior Raditz upon his arrival on Earth, and the first person shown to have a confirmed power level in Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> and there's uh, so much more in this article yes Jeez. yeah dragon ball fans are very passionate i mean this is certainly like one of the most uh biggest animes with the uh, animes like western following i'd probably say so i do understand them wanting to obsess over the small details sure but uh yeah so uh oh, okay there's also a picture of dragon ball online um and there's a farmer Okay. <laughs> sure. Right. Wait, is this Japanese only? <laughs> you could go on. That yeah, is I don't think the first a rhetorical question. Yeah, the first the first Dragon Ball games to come out in the West didn't happen until the early uh, sort of the late nineteen uh, uh, late nineteen nineties. Uh, one of the one of the Game Boy Color card games came out here in the West originally, and then like some other other games that that followed. So, um, look at. Look at this list. A lot of the look at this list, though. A lot of the Dragon Ball games are stored Japan only. Yeah, but, but uh, um, let's talk about the music a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I don't don't know if any of the music comes from the anime. Um, did you recognize anything uh, like in the scene? Uh, it's uh, it has that type of style, but I don't think it's really okay. All right, I wasn't like sure from yeah. the show yeah. itself. Yeah, well, I like the music. The music, the um, the the, uh, the, uh, uh, the the music I thought was sounded appropriate for this, appropriate like for the game of this type, and it sounded like pretty good. Yes and no. It, 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 they tried to have that kind of style, and they kind of pull it off, but they kind of don't at the same time. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like wow. part of it kind of sounds like it really fits, and then another, like the rest of it, kind of just seems like like RPG music. Do you mean certain songs are better than other songs because of that, or I wouldn't even just say certain songs. Oh, I'm sorry. You you said certain songs are better than others. Is right. that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you, there's only like I think like three or four songs in this game. Yeah, there's not that much, you know. But yeah. another like another like drawback of it being like ported from NES games, I think. Um, but. Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, there's also like a lot of secrets in this game. There's a lot of like you know hidden. Uh, yeah. Uh, so like a lot of the hidden stuff. Did you find anything? Did you... I found uh, there's a character. Mister Popo was being surrounded by uh, Cybermen. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, this was this was at the point where I wasn't finding any new enemies to fight. So I defeated them, and he was like, "Oh, thank you." Blah blah blah. And then what happened was I was. Uh, 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 a cutscene happened where uh, Piccolo and Goku were talking, and then they instantly went to where Raditz was, 
so I didn't have to go through the cave again. Oh, cool. Even though I already went through the cave. So apparently you might be able to actually, like, skip the fake Raditz boss fight. Hmm. Which, there's a fake Raditz. I don't right. remember that in the series. Yeah. There might, might be a thing. Actually, there is no article for fake Raditz, so no. There, there's... Uh, that is a character made for the game, apparently, which is weird. It's There's a actually Cybermen dressed up like Raditz. Well, not dressed up, like that looks like Raditz, and then you defeat him, and it's like, oh no, it was a Cyberman. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yes, yeah, I don't, yes, yeah, I don't. Cyberman sounds like 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 I'm like so close to Cybermen from like uh, a Doctor Who. It's like throwing me off. It's like you know what are you talking about? But <laughs> There's somebody who wrote a fact and called them Cybermen, and I was like, that's not. Yeah, that's right. Doctor Who. I, I, I mean, like, I mean, the name's very close. The first time you said it, you, you, uh, so the first time you said it, it I'm like, what? sounds close, but it, it's yeah. not spelled. Yeah, it does. It's not spelled right, 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 close. Right. Yeah. The actual, the actual final, the actual final fight in this game is actually kind of a secret fight. So, so, uh, so, uh, like, so I'm not even like counting that as far as the actual the secrets of this game goes. Yeah, I but, see that. I'm looking at that right yeah. now. Um, most secrets, in, uh, so like, so I like, so I won't like, so I won't like, so I won't go over all the secrets here because there's a lot of them. Uh, most of them involve like getting certain characters, uh, for certain, uh, to show up for certain fights, yep. uh, or getting cards, uh, earlier, like, uh, I already may should have. Um, there, the quick leveling up one definitely sounds handy. I wish I'd, uh, uh, I, mean, I wish I'd known about this one. That's. Uh, yeah, I wish I knew about this too. Uh, when Goku, uh, Vegeta, or Gohan reaches health level below five, you can use a certain card, uh, uh, and this list here, like, like, like is the name of the cards, uh, to, to heal the character on them, um, and they'll grow one level. Uh, this particular article also makes this. Uh, this, this, uh, this particular article also also goes on to like also goes on to explain. Quote: This is uh, this is this is actually this is actually not the show. Uh, where Brigitte tells Carlin to hurt him badly, and then let Dendi heal him to, heal him to be, heal, heal him to become stronger. So interesting. This is interesting. Um, based on Goku's performance on King Kai's planet, he can return before, during, or after the battle with Nappa. Goku can return before uh, the battle with Nappa if Piccolo kills Raditz with any attack other than the, oh god, Makan Kosapu. <laughs> Kosapo. Um, Goku takes damage from the. Uh, and if Goku never messes up on King Kai's planet. Mm. So you have to be perfect, but also. See, I actually almost half did that. Yeah. Because my cards, I was not getting power up cards to do. They're, like this is what's really cool sometimes the story stuff they don't they like gloss over with text lines but sometimes you actually have to play out parts of the story and this is one of those things the raditz battle he's too powerful so what you have to do is actually um it, it's annoying because you have to use a specific card you like you have to get it from mr popo i think right yep yeah i'm not 100 sure but there's a specific card you have to use, and then what it does is it does the thing where Goku grabs Raditz and says, Piccolo, shoot shoot me with your demon. I think the English version is Demon Wave or something like that. Right, okay. Um, and Piccolo is supposed to shoot Goku and Raditz and kill them both. And then, that you know, that continues the story. But in this game, uh, you don't have to do that. You can actually, um, you can actually kill Raditz... Um, by pummeling him or using other powers. And it, of course it hurts Goku, but it doesn't hurt him as much. 
So you can, I think you might be able to kill Raditz without killing Goku in this game or huh. something yep. like that. Or yep. maybe, or like the trivia says that um, he comes back quicker or right. something like that. So that's really interesting. It, like, I don't want to say it loosely follows the story, but it follows the story and also has, um, it has some ambitions to like change it up a little bit as well. Right. Yeah. So this like so this, so this like super secret boss fight, uh, like it's like an ending. That sounds pretty cool because I, to, to me, I always appreciate games like uh, a game to do that. But a, but a, but a, you got to sit through the credits like in order to get that, uh, that uh, that secret boss fight to start. So it's like I hate games that do that. That's cool. Because, like how many people? Because a lot of people, a lot of folks would like turn the game off for, like the credits. So. Uh, I wonder how many people that, uh, back there like missed that. But um, second, oh my God, this boss fight, this uh, battle power of six million. Hey uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but if you win, you get. Oh, you get a different ending. So that's pretty cool. Uh, which yeah, this game only goes up to uh, uh, Frieza being the last boss, which is decently right. early on in the series. But yeah, that makes sense so. considering this game's like from '92 or 92. whatever. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Thank God for YouTube. <laughs> YouTube these days. That's all I can say about that. But um, <laughs> the internet uh, in general, really. Yeah. So, yeah. um, there's actually this, this game's actually gotten quite a this actually this, this game's actually gotten quite a lot of reviews by people. Uh, yeah. Since it got came out to the West, uh, many of them many of them mixed, but more positive than negative. It looks like. Uh, which I was, um, you know, which I was like surprised by. So, uh, the average, the average summary of the of the scores is about three and a half, uh, three and a half like the five stars. So not bad. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's not bad. Right. So, um, yeah, and they uh, they give the average. So like 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 they get the average playing time being thirty hours. I don't know. This feels longer to me than that. So, um, I guess like your mileage. I don't know. Your mileage will vary, but uh, yeah. So you mentioned, you mentioned, you mentioned one of the, you mentioned one of the uh, Famicom Dragon Ball games having the cool, the cool, the uh, 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 cool box art. Look at these, look at these pictures overall. Like about. Well, the I didn't other... say box art. Sorry. I said it had a cool design on it's, the it, cart. It, it's probably the same graphic, graphic on both the box and the cart. Um, but yeah, looking at the, yeah, look at these pictures, pictures like the other Super NES, um, Dragon Ball games. They're all very cool looking. Uh, yeah, they're all like very impressive. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. So it's not like it's not like North American box art, <laughs> right? So, um, yeah. So, uh, do I want to talk briefly about this? As I mentioned before, there are literally dozens upon dozens of Dragon Ball games that have come out. Um, the most recent game just came out. Actually, the the, uh, the, uh, the most recent game come out in the West uh, was Dragon Ball was Dragon Ball Fighter Z for multiple systems last year. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, a fighting game. They went yep. back to fighting games, which is annoying. I I did, decided not to pick it up because it's a fighting game. But well, uh, also- if anyone's looking, if anyone's looking for um, some cool Dragon Ball Z games that are on modern uh, platforms. Um, you can definitely check out uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse and Xenoverse Two. Yeah. Um, those those work off of the the original like 
storyline of Dragon Ball Z, but like with a twist, because somebody has gone back in time and changed the events. Right. And then they also add like other stuff on top of that, and it, yeah. it adds to the story, which is really cool. So you're you're um, you're playing as like a third party character, like a right. character that doesn't know this technically, quote unquote, doesn't know this history, and you know somebody who doesn't have any ties to the characters beforehand and it's uh it's really cool it's uh it's like a it's kind of like a beat-em-up in a sense i'm sure some people would say it's a fighting game but eh, it's an like an rpg beat-em-up type of game and uh you can build your character in different ways and you can ha you could play as different races you know you could play as a human you could play as a saiyan you could play as a, a one of the majin characters which I think Majin characters are like supposed to be like quote unquote devils or something like right. that. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. There's a few different types of characters, but yeah, uh, Xenoverse, Xenoverse Two, some good games. Uh, yep. Also here it looks like that Dragon Ball Fusions for the D uh, like the 3DS also got very high marks. Um, oh, that's right. That game. Yeah. 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 Uh, they also released, however, last year, uh, um, last year for last year for cell phone Dragon Ball Legends, which is the card game. So that kind of goes back to like card roots. Yes. Yes. Um, and there's a game coming out. And there's a game coming out coming out later on this year in Japan. Hopefully, it comes out here in the West uh, for the Switch and PC called uh, uh, called Super Dragon Ball Heroes World Mission, which is a strategy game. Oh, interesting. Yep. So we'll see if it gets Western release. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe not. I mean, like I said before, there's still a lot of Dragon Ball games that don't come out in the West, even though Dragon Ball has, um, has become you has become a lot more popular here. So um, we'll see. So it depends upon what Bandai Namco feels like the market's like. But uh, yeah. so, if you want this game, a physical copy of this game, um, it's it's pretty cheap. Um, uh, uh, even though the, uh, even though the fact this game was Japan only, uh, keep in mind, of course, that you have to let uh, you know, uh, uh, keep keep in mind, of course, unless you do uh, unless you play in like a retcon or something, you have to uh, 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 play playing like Japanese. So. Uh, there are 30, uh, 35 copies of this game are currently listed on eBay. 47 copies that I recently sold. Six of those copies I sold recently, like, were sold by North American sellers. So, uh, the prices, the prices I'm going to mention here are for those, uh, the prices that I'm going to talk about here are for those six North American sells. The Japanese sells are, the Japanese sells are, sells are a little bit more expensive because of shipping, because of course it's coming from Japan. So, yeah. um, so yeah, uh, this game's, this game's quite cheap. Uh, card only. Uh, the game's is anywhere from five sixty five to eleven dollars. Uh, I want that. I want the cartridge now. Uh, one CIB copy sold for fifteen dollars, and somebody also was also, uh, uh, uh somebody was also offering uh, a translated, a translated, uh, a translated uh, 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 version of the game. Like you know how they take Japanese only games and stick them in a North American style Super NES cart. But, uh, you know, like the you know like the translation like already applied to it. Yeah, repro cart. Yeah, yeah repro cart. Uh, thirty-six dollars uh, uh, twenty-five cents. Eh, that's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. For yeah, for somebody taking the work to put it like North. I'd American say that's cards. kind of a little yeah. expensive, like maybe thirty dollars. But yeah, well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so uh, prices yeah prices are not that bad like for this game. So, um, I have a hard time recommending this game or not because like I said my experience with the franchise is very limited. Um, I yeah. do like RPGs. So, like, so I do like card games. I, card games. I do like RPGs. I like this game. There are parts of this game I like. I like the overall card system that they use in the battles. It's very cool. I like. Um, I like how. Um, I like how. The, I like how. The, I like how the game seems faithful to the show. 
Um, uh, um, I do like the fact it's a very challenging RPG, but it's also, but it's, but like I said, it's a very challenging RPG. So no, I mean, uh, if you're a fan of the series, maybe if you're a big fan of the series, yes. Yep. If you're not really into it, then no. Nope. Pass. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that summary pretty much. Yeah, that summary is pretty much. That summary pretty much. Pretty much how I feel about this also. So, um, is it a hidden gem as far as Dragon Ball Z games go? Eh, maybe. Uh, I wouldn't really say it's a hidden gem. I would say that it's a good game, but yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the later, the later, the latest Super NES Dragon Ball Z games seem to get. Uh, I, I, you seem to get higher marks. Oh, um, that's cool. Are they RPGs? I haven't even looked into them yet. Ah, uh, you would ask me that. Let me take a look here. Uh, you know, you know how many times I've heard you say that. If, <laughs> if you expected me to ask you that type of question, wouldn't you have an answer for it by now? So let's <laughs> see. Uh, the Dragon Ball Z Super Super Butendu One and Two games are action games, so they sound like fighting games. Okay. Uh there's also there's also the uh, oh oh there's also the, oh, there's also Genesis a Genesis game too uh, which I didn't know uh, know about. I know there's a there's some other Dragon Ball Z games in the uh, 2D era that are RPGs, but I can't think of what the what they are right, right. now. Yep. So uh, no, this seems to be the only this seems to be the only RPG game in Super NES. The rest of the uh, uh, the rest of them are action or the rest of them are action fighting games. All right. So, uh, yeah, there would not be another. The next RPG game was not until the Game Boy 1994. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. So, yep, Game Boy is a good system for that. A lot of hidden gems in the Game Boy as far as like RPG games go. Huh? But we don't talk about that on this podcast, do we? Nope. Hopefully, hopefully somebody <laughs> eventually will do a Game Boy podcast. That'd be pretty cool. But, uh. That, that you know, you, you know that ought to be a daunting project. How many games came out of the Game Boy even? Sheesh, but too many. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, nope. I, I I didn't hate the game. Um, I liked it for what it was. Um, I think the games, you know, like uh, I think I wish the game. I think the game would have summed up better if it hadn't been uh, 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 an expanded version of an expanded port of expanded port of two Famicom games, but. Uh, but yeah, what George said about the game as far as the summary is like, very, very accurate. So, yeah. uh, Anyway, we want to thank you again for listening to this episode as always. Uh, uh, we are proud members of both the Throwback Network and Retro Junkies through their networks where you can find a whole bunch of other great retro-themed podcasts both gaming and non-game related. Uh, be sure to check us out on Facebook. We have a, uh, 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 we have a page on there. Uh, you can also send me an email directly if you want to to the SNES podcast at yahoo.com. We also have uh, we also have a Patreon, a Patreon, which is found at www.patreon.com forward slash the SNES podcast, where you can get some cool goodies such as like early access to the episodes, uh, being able to uh, have a game uh, dict- uh, 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 dictated for you on the show, and also being shouted out in the episode like I'm going to do now. Uh, many thanks to both Richard and Swim for like being supporters of the like supporters of the show. Uh, George, where can they find you at? Like the show, like so inclined. Oh boy, uh, I guess Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Chief at M I S T U R C H E E F. And yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, uh, so so next time on this, uh, on this podcast, we're doing a very curiosity driven game. Uh, mostly because I'm curious to see how good or bad it is. Um, <laughs> uh, I saw, so I saw a few days ago somebody somebody posted on one of the groups on Facebook 
you know, we've, we've, so we talked about before in the past how Super NES prices are pretty high uh, 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 overall right now. Uh, for reasons we've already, for reasons we've, we've, for reasons we've, for reasons that we've already talked about before in the past, mm-hmm. uh, people who are the biggest reason being just like demand's high because people who are people who are kids when the system came out um, are now the age they had to are now the age they are now the age they're becoming collectors to uh, uh, have disposable income, so that's driving prices up. But um, anyway, this this person on Facebook posted 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 a post about how this one Super NES game I never um, I never heard of. Based on a movie I've never seen, had sold for a ridiculous six six hundred seven seven dollars uh, uh, on eBay recently, uh, like CIA copy. So that's that. I was like, I'm a curiosity up. We're gonna be looking the so 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 we're gonna be looking at that game in the next episode to see to see does it worth you know does it worth that price? Uh, is the game like the game decent or not? It's the game Three Ninjas Kick Back based upon the movie that same title. All right. Yep. <laughs> Am I gonna hate you for this? Possibly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, fair warning. This episode, uh, our next episode, could be interesting. <laughs> uh, but as always, thank you again for the support. Uh, support like it means a lot to us. Um, and George, you have some pippy Dragon Ball Z related comment to sign us off out with. Uh. Uh. Okay, that works. <laughs> I have no idea what you said, but it works. <laughs> that's 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 the signature attack, dude. Okay, all right. I, I got gotcha. you. Cool. Yeah. Got it. Yep. Makes sense. Okay. Well, on that note, later all. <laughs> Bye. Take care. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game or which game you play... Things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep of power.